Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kinda Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is supporting your partner. How to do it for real. Let's find out. Hey, hey, friends. I'm Natasha Chandel here with Aisha Renee Holden. And you're listening to Kinda Dating. If you like today's episode, please remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get it and leave us a five-star rating or review. Oh, hey, guys. FYI, F the fucking YI. I don't even know if that grammatically goes together, but we have a new website. Woo! Um, I know for some people, either referring the podcast is a hard thing because some people just don't get what podcasts are and mm. they're like, what is it? I'm like, it's a fucking app on your phone, but fine. If that's difficult, you can now just tell people to go to kindadating.com. Um, we have all of our episodes there. We have a built-in player so you can listen to it around the world um, because we know some of our some of the content is blocked in certain countries. Mm. Um, like my motherland, India. Dang. It's blocked. It's fucked up. It's um, up. But now you can listen to it anywhere. So once again, guys, please check out kindadating.com. Um, you can also learn about the team. Um Overall about the show, if you have uh, advertisers or, subs- or, you know, other people that you want to refer to our podcast, you can do it there. And um, make sure, though, you subscribe. Mm-hmm. That's a huge thing. As much as we love reviews and we love the ratings, we need that. Actually, podcasts function based on subscriptions. So there's a little subscribe button there on the player. So make sure you, um, yeah, just subscribe. Also, we're on the socials. We're um, at Kind of Dating on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I'm at Natasha Chandel on Facebook, Instagram, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter. There's lots of fun stuff. Uh, we're, po- we're posting new quotes. We're little BTS pictures. Jenna's got a whole bunch of shit she does that's cool on Twitter. <laughs> Fucking killing that game. Um, Aisha, where are you? Um, I am at Aisha Says Dance, I guess, on all social media platforms. Wow. <laughs> it happens. It happens. It, it's going on today. It's real. It's <laughs> rainy. Yes. Um, guys, I want to introduce uh, today's guest. He's a dear friend of mine. Um, he is a talent manager extraordinaire and a low-key, like, music producer. <laughs> for fun. For fun. Yeah, Not yeah. Fun. But yeah, you've heard some stuff. It's pretty, yeah. It's pretty good. Got Ray Yemenyas. Yeah. Did I say the last name right? I, I don't say it right. So how, do, it's all how good. do you say it? So a lot of people, I've heard everything from that to Jemima Nez to oh whatever. My God. A lot of people say Jimenez. Mm. Yeah. If you want to really lean into it, you go Jimenez. Ah, Jimenez. Do I really like Jimenez? Like if you want to like really, yeah, like yeah, Ray Jimenez. I, I, I tend to be a man of compromise at times. Yeah. So I'll just. Jimenez is from Jimenez. Okay. Yeah, oh, shit. Okay. That's fair enough, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We're, we're kind of doing the right thing culturally, yeah. but then we're not like totally. making you switch your tongue. Up I get it. And, yeah. yeah but that's good. like me. So, so no joke. <laughs> With uh, whenever I meet like Americans, I'll say my name is Natasha Chandel. Mm-hmm. Chandel. Chandel. But it's actually N- Natasha Chandel. And Ooh. so, but on, when I host on camera, I, I, I try to say Natasha Chandale besides this podcast um, because my father once, when I was in, when I first started as a news reporter, got very upset. He's like, why would you take your Indianness away from your, and I was like, oh, oh wow. fuck, I didn't realize that. Just, yeah. just easier sometimes. Um, but I hate Chandel. 
Right. And Chandel I hate people who calls me na- Nats. Chandel's like Chandelier. Yeah, I'm like, it's not Chandel. Ugh. Or then, but then the the sexy version is Chandel. Oh. That's what I say. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm I like, say, wait, whatever, I man. Natasha I'm just making you sound fucking cool. Like, oh, so yeah, I'm like, all right. <laughs> but the problem is nobody believes I'm Indian. So I'm, I now I'm like, Natasha Chandel. <laughs> That's ethnically ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As uh, there's some ethnically ambiguous things <laughs> yeah. going on with this face too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of us in here that's right. like, we're, we could like, be a what, bunch what, of shit. Are yeah. <laughs> Ray, are you single or in a relationship? I am single. Ready to mingle? Yeah. Always. Who do you? Yeah. I mean, depending on who yeah. you're mingling with, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ray and I met, uh, we always go through this conversation. I don't know how. We've had so many mutual friends <laughs> over the years who've insisted that Ray and I meet. Yeah. And then we finally did. did. And then we just like bonded over yeah. life. We had nice. like hour long conversations. Really good conversations. Yeah, great conversations. And we're like very like spiritually connected. Yeah. Amazing. I feel, yeah, right? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not like a hundred percent making no. up a story in my head. And there's, he's like, there's a little transcendence. There's a little transcendence. Yeah. It's a good thing. Definitely. Because yeah. you're one of those great people in this business that is, is uh, very, very um, uh, successful. You are great at what you do. You know the industry, but you're also a nice guy. And then you have this like soul side to you, which is hard sometimes in this business. I just basically pimped you out. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, I appreciate it. And you're it. single. If you want to be my PR rep, you yeah. know, on top of everything else you do. I'm just kidding. I used to be a publicist, so I am I'm very totally, good at this. Totally. It's so fun to see you in your element, by the way. Oh, man. I really? love it. It's amazing. I'm actually not drunk today. That's usually my element. <laughs> I know. Right? Um, I come in here. No. Um, I'm so proud of you. And you're, oh, you're thank so good you. at what you do. And it's such an honor to be here. Thank you. You also gave us a home for a little while when yeah. Meltdown, uh, sadly, Meltdown. you know, uh, shut down for a while. We didn't know where to go. And you have a podcast studio yeah. and you uh, let us come in there. And so thank you. It meant a lot. This is way cooler, though. I'm I'm digging this place. <laughs> it's this a nice is, place. Starburns this, is great. This is really cool. Shout out Starburns and Jason. Shout Thanks, out. Guys. So today we're talking about supporting your partner, and this came up because um, I recently posted a, a Instagram one of those like Q and A things, and I was like, "Hey, peeps, ask me some questions." And I don't remember exactly. Oh, somebody said I think there were two questions that sparked it, but somebody said. Um, have you ever been 100% yourself with somebody? Mm-hmm. And then that sparked my answer, which was, well, I didn't expect this to get deep, mm. but um, I don't think I have. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think, uh, and then I was also posing the question, are you supposed to? Right. Are you supposed to be 100% yourself with somebody? Yeah. But two, it also came down to like this, the part which Ray and I started talking about also, which was like, you do that when you feel you are going to be also supported and taken care of right. so you can you can only be that um in that situation and then the next question somebody asked was they very sweetly gave me a few compliments and then said you know do you think guys are intimidated by you because of these qualities that this person felt i had and i said i wouldn't say intimidated but maybe they're not sure mm-hmm. of the role they play in my life and sometimes that the role which I think is the most important is just being right. supported. Mm-hmm. And and there was also a question of like, would you date a fan? And I said, yeah, because oh, at some yeah, point right. you need to be a fan of somebody. Oh, yeah. 
and and it and I don't mean fan like you're obsessed with them, right. but you're like a, a fan of the person or supportive of what they do. Yeah. Because I, in my experience, have not had that all the time. Yeah. Most of the time, I would say I have not had that. Um, almost to a point of detriment where where people have told me, you know, we've talked about this on the show, whether it was, you know, being in a long relationship when I was young and and him making me choose between acting and um, him uh, at the peak of my career at like literally when I was like doing huge things in Canada and I was considered like have people writing letters like she's the cream of the crop and all these like press articles and I had to leave because I chose him Um, or if it was, you know, the the long boyfriend who like when you when I went out would say like I don't want you the the way I dressed or I didn't, mm-hmm. didn't like certain pictures or I wasn't and Ray you would get this we go out in in entertainment you're meeting people you have All you're hugging you're you're mm-hmm. no nobody's ever like kissing anybody on the lip but you do this like mm-hmm. two cheek thing yeah my ex at that time hated that and I was a publicist and right. I was like, oh, my God, what? <laughs> and so, like, I would go out and, like, other people would hug me and he would get really angry and it became this whole thing about it, you know. And just over time, like, I've had lots of that of, like, people constantly making those comments. And so it sparked Ray and I having a sidebar and he was so upset about it and we wanted <laughs> to talk about this. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm getting I'm getting angry right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the news slowly faded. Yeah, from, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> having a great time. Nightmare. Oh, man. Because <laughs> you're very empathetic. So yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's all good now. But I mean, I, it, it, was, uh, it wasn't it was great and it, it didn't help. And that's why I want to talk about this. And that's yeah. why we were like, I think maybe we can all discuss these. Has this happened to you guys? Um, I, I wouldn't say that I haven't been with anybody who has not supported me, but I've definitely done the not been the 100% myself thing. Mm. And that's definitely something I'm looking forward to going forward mm-hmm. is being able to just be totally with somebody 100%. And I like what you said about being a fan because when you first said it, I was like, no, what? But then, yeah, you do want somebody who was a fan of you and who was ultimately going to support the things you do and cheer for you. So, yeah, I think that's great. Well, look, I think being a fan can be defined in so many ways and I think I more or less define it the way that you do. And mm-hmm. like, you have to be a fan of the person you're right. with. We could be a fan of the way they smile, a fan of, you know, just their their sense of humor or feel like just really supportive of them. And like at the end of the day, like there will be someone that gets you. So why not that be that? Yeah. So why not the person you'd be with be one of those people? Mm-hmm. Of course. And so much of what we do is like our our work and just overall who we are. So if somebody just like isn't a fan of like your passions, that doesn't mean, again, that they have to like for somebody like me, you don't have to listen to every podcast. <laughs> right. That's not that's not what. But you have to be cool with me doing it mm-hmm. and or and, and at least support it and be like, hey, this is great that you do this thing mm-hmm. that you feel and not not bring in your own insecurities mm-hmm. into that or whatever, you know? I totally get it. And never in my life have I felt bigger by making anyone else around me feel mm-hmm. smaller. Right. I just I fundamentally don't understand that mindset. And yeah. for me, like I frankly feel I have a very growth mindset. And for me, I'm always feel I always feel the biggest and the happiest when I'm able to help people reach their potentials. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the reason why I'm in management, because mm-hmm. it's like working with these wonderful people yeah. that I really care about. And how do you create the most excellent vision for them? Mm-hmm. And the same for why I teach. I, you know, I, I just finished 
uh, my fourth year of teaching at UCLA. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and he's so good. Cool. He's so good. I went there. He's so amazing yeah. special guest. Oh, wow. And, you know, it's it, it, so to me, it's always like, I'm always looking to to build people up. And, mm. and, and in terms of like being who you are, I think you just need to be because mm-hmm. if you're not, you know, a flower is always most beautiful when it's bloomed, mm-hmm. right? And there's something unique and beautiful and wonderful about you. And if, and if you're keeping that hidden, then it can't be experienced. And at mm-hmm. the end of the day, like happiness is in true connection and true connection can only be achieved through empathy, but also through authenticity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. See, this is why Ray's here. Um, we're <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit more uh, about, not a little bit more, a lot more about, um, you know, how people can be supportive, but also what kinds of support, um, you know, there are. There's not just one type. So we're going to talk about a few things. Um, but first, this message. I love when people tell me I smell good because I choose my perfume carefully. But here's the thing. My grade taste can be a bit expensive. We've all been there. You end up with a shelf of half-used bottles of perfume or use the same one for years till it's done. Well, with Scentbird, I found a new way to mix up my fragrance routine without breaking the bank. Whether it's Gucci, Bulgari, or Versace, Scentbird keeps me smelling good month to month. One of my favorites is Bulgari's original, Omnia, but in my latest batch, I also got to try Burberry's Brit and Aqua de Parma. They're all great scents that I can use for different occasions. Scentbird is a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfumes and colognes. Choose the perfume you want and get a 30-day supply. That's 120 sprays. Mix and match and try your favorite brands for a fraction of the cost. We have an exclusive offer just for our listeners. You can get 50% off your first month. That's just $7.50 for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com slash kinda and use the code KINDA for 50% off your first month. That's K-I-N-D-A. Again, that's scentbird.com slash KINDA. And use the code KINDA for you to try your first fragrance or cologne for just $7.50. Sign on and smell amazing. Hey, hey, guys. Welcome back. I'm Natasha Chandel here with Aisha and Hi. Ray. You're listening to Kind of Dating. Um, if you like what you've heard so far, give us a five-star review on the app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we're also on YouTube, youtube.com slash Natasha Chandel. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Today, we're talking about supporting your partner. Yes. So, yeah. there are different types of support, right? It's not just… Um, uh, there's, there's a physical support, some people, you know, like helping somebody out physically, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, literally like, Hey, I I need this thing. Like help me pick this thing up. Totally. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and being there and helping. Um, but I think most of the time in relationships, it's like emotional Mm -hmm. support, right? Mm -hmm. That we're talking about. Usually. Sometimes like simply listening, being there. Yes. Uh, taking care of somebody's spirit, as you say, um, which I think is very important. It's wildly important. And I think it actually goes back to to what we're talking about right now in terms of attitudes and relationships, because you said you had a partner that was making your life more difficult and was making you feel badly. And ultimately that they may have had attachment, but that's not love Mm -hmm. because love is when you share in someone's emotions, right? Oh yeah. And for me, if, you know, whether it's a relationship or a friend or a family member or just someone that I connect with and that I love, 
And a lot of times if they're upset, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, you know, I'm sorry that I'm putting this on you or whatever. And I say, no, like, I'm I'm humbled and I, I appreciate it. And I, and I say, look, if you're feeling badly, no matter what, I will feel badly too. Mm-hmm. So if I can help you, I will feel better as well. So <laughs> yeah. thank you for allowing me to have that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'll preface by saying that uh, that ex now, years later, has apologized and is very, very regretful for that. Um, doesn't right. change the past, unfortunately. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. I appreciate that, uh, you know, we can all grow. And I think that's part of what this is also. Like, we might be listening to this or people might be listening to this and being like, oh, fuck, maybe I haven't been supportive or whatever. Don't beat yourself up about it. Mm-hmm. it you know, we're, we're all growing and evolving in a process. But sometimes, um, you know, the it's important just to learn. Better late. Than never, right? As they say. <laughs> well, I think the reason, like, I want to also talk about this is because also, like, what the fuck is a really a purpose of a relationship? Otherwise, That's it's sex <laughs> and companionship, right? Yeah. And companionship really sort of comes from like reliability and support. Mm-hmm. Totally right. That and then also like it's got to be like your best friend. It's got to yeah. be someone that you want to experience the world with and have fun with. And what are the best qualities of a best friend, though? Mm -hmm. Exactly. They support you. They support you, yeah. Like, your best friends might not... That doesn't mean you don't do... They don't call you out. They don't don't do any of that. But they are still there. And they're still your biggest fan. And they still want the best for you. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're ever talking to your best friend, they tell you about this great opportunity in their life, what are you going to be like? Right. You're going to do it. You're going to be yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. Dope. Go kill the world. Totally. And I think like that's where I always wonder what people think a relationship is. <laughs> I'm like, why are you in a relationship yeah. if you're not going to do that? Just fucking fuck them. Right. Just don't. <laughs> a relationship. <laughs> like it's such a waste of time. Otherwise, it's like. Yeah. I don't radical. know. Codependency. <laughs> yeah, right? right? Um, yeah, do you think, like, uh, w- like, why do you think some people are, or have an issue being uh, unsupportive? Well, I think a lot of people in, in general are jealous. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and I think that that's a very, it's a very sad thing because the fact is that when you are in a relationship, it really is about the oneness and that shared experience mm-hmm. and about, and I, it's, it's something that I don't even relate to. And I don't know if I can right. necessarily explain it because I've never had that mindset. Mm-hmm. So I know it exists. I've right. seen it. I've seen people be teared down by jealousy within their relationships. You know, even, you know, if someone's successful, like you're acting or anything mm-hmm. else and it's like, Hey, maybe you shouldn't do this or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I keep Singling you out. No, no, it's but, a great example. That's a whole but, yeah. but it's like, yeah. Like, I do it to myself. <laughs> Well, there you go. So I, I, I think that that's, that's, the, that's the thing. Yeah. So. And I also think it comes from just people being insecure. Like, again, mm-hmm. coming back to your situation. If you are not confident in yourself and you see your partner rising up and, you know, going to the next level, I think a lot of people are afraid that, oh, if this happens, they're going to leave me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not happy with myself. So let me make sure everybody's on my same level. So I stay content with my life, I guess. Yeah. And I think that's the thing I, that's what I was sort of mentioning in that Instagram post where Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't think people are intimidated by, and I would get, I'm I'm only going to talk about my example is by me. I think it's that when you are not sure of your own role in somebody's life and you think a role in somebody's life is only a physical presence or, Mm -hmm. or financial or Mm -hmm. like my, 
part is helping you pay the bills. My part right. is doing these A, B, C, D, E things. And if and then you meet somebody like us, mm-hmm. you know, I know Aisha, Jenna, I know Des is out here too. Like we're all those types of women that probably are cool with handling most things not because we don't want help, right. just by way of life. Mm-hmm. Like, I have had to be alone, so I've had to fucking lift bags on my own and, <laughs> yeah. like, done my own shit and take my car from me. Like, I have to do all those things. Yeah. Because 90% of the time, I haven't had anybody there. Mm-hmm. So I can do that. But what what if, if you're insecure, you don't understand your own place, right. then you will think you don't have a role. Yeah. Where… I'm trying to tell people the biggest role you can play in somebody's life is supporting them. Yeah. Like everybody needs that no matter how independent you are, how anything. Like I love and need that. The reason I'm yeah. so close to my family and friends mm. is because they can't physically provide anything for me. They're all in a different country. Yeah. yeah. But they support me and yep. they emotionally hold me up. And whenever anybody's like, oh, you know, you're doing well, I'm always like… It's literally them. It's mm-hmm. not me because like I can't do shit <laughs> on my own without that. So that's what I think like I want people to get like that's a big part of… It's, it's a huge know. part of it. But what's funny is that even in our friendship, you've seen it even on this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're talking me up and be like, he's this and that. But it's like exciting. It's yeah. like, that's cool. And I'm like, I love seeing you in your environment. Yeah. You're so yeah. good. That and like that's… That's like, support. That's, that's yeah. it. Shout out. You have a big client right now that's uh, got a show on CBS. You tell yes. everybody. Yes, 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 yeah. I'll do a little, little plug. It's yeah, yeah, out. you it's have to. Um, it's going to be mid, coming out mid-season. Sick. It's going to be on CBS. It's called Broke. Okay. Uh, it uh, The star and the and one of the executive producers is my client, Jaime Camille. Oh, oh. From Jane the Virgin yeah, and, and all so kinds great. of wonderful telenovelas yeah, and all him. that jazz. And he is just the loveliest, most amazing human being ever and really a, a part of the family at this point. Um, and he basically plays this guy who's he's lovable, mm-hmm. but he's kind of totally aloof. And he's this guy that has uh, all this money from a trust fund. And uh, his, his wife is played by Natasha Leggero. I love it. And basically the dad just cuts him off. And they have to. He has. They have to move into the sister-in-law's place, and it's a small little house in the valley. And she's yeah. a single mom, and they have to readjust. I love it. Love. Um, and even though they have no money, the dad still pays for like the butler, so then he can <laughs> right. So, so funny. It's, ama- it's Basic really, it's, it's really, yes. really fun. That's it's awesome. really fun. Yeah, you're. I Me, mean, I'm so. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy I'm that so that's proud happening. Of you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is just a fucking love fest. Guys. Too much support. No, um, so. <laughs> I think the other part, and and I do want to mention this, some people aren't supportive because they just don't know. Mm. Yeah, I fucked up when I was 16 years old. And I remember it very specifically, my high school boyfriend of four years, whatever. um, He was a a high school football player. He had a big game. Um, I was supposed to go watch that game. I don't know shit about football, but I was like, yes, I'll be there. And then our friends... um, distracted or they were like hey we have a little break before the game started they're like let's go to a friend's house and we'll we'll come back with you Mm -hmm. and I was like okay I didn't know the way back from that person's house like walking and I was like his game is starting I gotta Mm -hmm. go and they were like it's fine just chill just chill we'll go before the end and I was like no look I really need to go and I didn't push because I didn't yeah Mm -hmm. and I then showed up like 10 minutes before the game ended Mm -hmm. he must have gotten a touchdown 
he came out after he's like, did you see it? And yeah. I lied. And I said, yeah. And then he was like, and then he started explaining it. And yeah. then he saw my face and he knew it wasn't matching. And he's like, you didn't see it. And then I had to tell him. And I remember he was so heartbroken just because it was like mm-hmm. a big game for him. He had a touchdown, whatever. And I was so hurt that I hurt him. Mm. And after that, if you know me, you know, I will show up for anybody's anything yeah i'm always <laughs> like hey you have a thing i will be there uh-huh. you have something just because like i now understand or i understood after that moment the mm-hmm. importance of somebody witnessing somebody's life mm. and that was a part of support that they really wanted mm-hmm. they just wanted me mm-hmm. to see them be yeah i didn't have to do shit right right that's amazing but what's amazing is that even outside of those large moments like a partner is also like the witness to your life yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know and completely you know you're you're performing on a stage for one and mm-hmm. and vice versa yeah, yeah. And, i remember i i um i remember i uh i had a really cool moment where i was asked to uh be a part of uh Phillies baseball game thing. Um, I was I had the, a web series called Mumbai Chopra, and so they they invited my character so to be funny. to be like uh, a guest host or something for yeah. a Phillies halftime show. And so I came there. I got these extra tickets, these VIP tickets. I was meeting the, the players, whatever. I was going out onto the field. I was like, this is fucking crazy. And the guy I was dating at the time had said he was going to come. Mm. And then that day, that morning, he canceled on me. And like, and I was at his house in Philly because we right. were dating. And he was like, I have this whole bunch of shit going on. Like, blah, blah, blah. I, said, I was so upset. And I said, okay. And I remember being like, not being able to express why I thought, yeah. why I was so upset about it um, until finally later when I was like about to step out onto the that uh-huh. field and I was like, nobody actually knows this is happening. Mm. Wow. Because there was nobody in my life that yeah. was like, they, and and so it was supposed to be that one person that yeah. I got an extra ticket for and now it was too late for me to get anybody else because yeah. it was a different city. And so I was like, and that's when it made me realize like it is about witnessing somebody's life also Mm -hmm. just like being there and people don't get that that's sometimes the biggest gift you can give somebody right you don't always have to like have a solution Mm -hmm. or be a fixer or whatever yeah just be there and smile right that's so true just be there what else can people do, guys? Everybody got mad, like. <laughs> no, no, these are all really good. No, I'm just. I'll think about like some stories like in my life. And again, I, I think for me, it's always like. I just felt so so lucky and blessed just coming up, and even like even like when I was. I'm gonna go back to education because that's just where my my head goes. But sure. you know, being like a young student and then having teachers like trying to like where where's the talent there? What are you good at? And then finding it and extracting it. And I've always been someone that tries to extract in people. And I, I remember like my ex girlfriend. You know, she's someone who um, has always been really creative, but she's never really fully, fully, fully tapped mm-hmm. into that. And I, and I remember even like she showed me this uh, this book she she a uh, little book she wrote when she was like in grade school and like it won some award and it was called uh-huh. uh, My Dumb Brendel and it was about all about her Shih Tzu and like this <laughs> so and this cute. and this it was like it was like the cutest book yeah in the world and like i loved it and i was like i kept i probably talked about it for years after reading it once yeah. even though she wrote it when she's a kid and i was like you should write children's books or you should yeah. like, you're so good at this <laughs> um or even i remember like one time like she tried to make a t-shirt and i remember like how good it felt to like go with her to 
you know, the American Apparel store and see like what kind of shirts that she could use to print it on. Yeah. And then like looking at the design she's doing, like, yeah, like that's great. Like I don't, th those are the moments that like, oh, it, it just feels like magic when you can yeah. help someone become like, yeah, like the, the biggest version of themselves. Oh, yeah, it's so, I don't, I don't know why it's so hard for people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> But what? But if but if we are going to give tips to people on what yeah. they can do, I think you you know suggested some great things of like if you see something that somebody's passionate about, how can you help elevate that, mm -hmm. or how can you um, help make someone's life easier? I think that's a really easy way to be supportive. What what kinds of ways would you like if if you were doing an Aish? Um, for someone to be supportive, I mean, yeah, definitely showing up. If I like you know, just mention something in a conversation, like, small, and they come up with that thing, like, a couple weeks later and surprise me with that. I always think that's really cool. Um, when people take a genuine interest in something that I'm interested in that maybe they didn't know about mm -hmm. before or idea. didn't really care about. Um, and then they become excited about that, too. Yeah. That's always fun. And then that's another thing that we have in common. So, yeah, just, you know, showing mutual interests mm -hmm. in things uh, that I like. <laughs> and I think it's affection. And oh, I think yeah. it's yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Declarations. Yeah. Declarations you know? are great. That's a great one. Yeah. The love languages is a good place to start, guys. Also, if you want to think of like w ways to be supportive, if you even broke those down, like one is words of affirmation. Those yep. are great ways to show people that you, you know, are there by being like, hey, I'm proud of you. Mm. You're doing awesome. Go fucking kick ass, you know? Or um, some people like gifts. That's also a nice way. Like mm -hmm. you said, if, hey, there's a, a uh, I'm into Star Wars. I love right. this T-shirt. And then you happen to give somebody that T-shirt. Uh, right. Yeah. feel, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. um, acts of service. That's a good one mm -hmm. of like, hey, you're really busy this weekend. Let me yeah. go get your car washed for yeah. you. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and that that helps somebody in their life. Um, what's the other ones? Um, uh, oh, time. Time oh, just, is a big yeah, one. Being there. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. being there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wish people would understand how important that is. Just sometimes to like never even speak and just fucking be there. Right. Like That's just huge. be there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and what's the last one? Uh, is effort? Is it effort? Is that one? Like There's a fifth connected. one, guys. Sounds, sounds <laughs> Do good. that one. Yeah. Effort sounds good. right. <laughs> but I think also supporting can be like inquiring, asking mm -hmm. them about their life, their day, you know, um, I also think just rooting for them. Yeah. Rooting for them in spite of whatever the fuck you're going through. Rooting for them in spite of whatever they're going through, hoping they win, celebrating, cheering them on if they do, but also knowing that, that you know, you're our, giving them a safe place to fail as well. Yeah. Mm. And knowing that, yeah, you know, you'll, you'll be proud of them no matter what, just for who they are. And mm -hmm. that's the most important thing. And, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, like that's what you need. You, you know, a good partner is someone who's out there and they're cheering for you, but they'll always, they'll always have your back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I always think for me, it's like the things I would want that that now differentiate if like people stay around or not mm. is like, can I can can he support me when I'm like down? Like what you said, mm -hmm. like having a place to fail and feeling safe because. 
again, the nature of our work is always like, it's easy to love what somebody does when things yeah. are going well. Right. Or when you're happy or you're always smiling. But like, yeah. can you love this person and support this person when they feel like shit? Mm -hmm. And like, and then if you do, then that's like the, and that comes back to that, like, are you 100% comfortable conversation? Right. Exactly. And some people got really upset with that post. Some people who are close Did to they? me, they were like, you didn't put my name in there. And I was like, it's not that what? I don't want to put your name in there. It's just that these are three specific people I know who have seen the worst of me. Uh -huh. mm. And it was my mom and my two childhood best friends. And I was like, and they literally are still always there. Yeah. And they always love me and they always support me and they blindly root for me. And it's like, that's, you know, yeah. there's one other person that I would have put, but I just didn't because I didn't want the attention. <laughs> but, but I was like, uh, you know, otherwise... Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, people always, yeah, I just feel like people think supporting is a much harder thing than it really is. It's not. <laughs> oh, and by the way, the last love language was touch. Oh, oh touch. touch. Yes. Thank it's you, one Jenna. of the best ones. I know, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Hello. <laughs> Though I hate cuddling. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. No, it's not true. <laughs> that is insane. I, cuddling is like one of like, the it. best things in life, man. Right? So good. I guess I guess maybe my issue with cuddling as I'm starting to analyze it more is I just mustn't have liked the people as much that were cuddling yeah. with me. That's what, it, that's is. It. And, that's what it is. And it's probably that it's 99.9% .9 of people that I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go, man. Yeah. So that's sort of that, why I'm very like when people cuddle, I'm like, mm -hmm. good. <laughs> if it's the right, if it's the wrong person, yeah. I'm a... It's like yes. And I guess I say that because one of my exes called me out on when I put when I put that he was like, uh, I call your bullshit. You used to cuddle with me. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I was like, I guess I liked you. Right. <laughs> like, oh, I like people that often. If it's the wrong know. person, you're like, oh, if it's the oh, right I person. Have, I, yeah. I like, I freak out. I'm like, get me the fuck That's out of here when people like. Safety mechanism for yourself. It's supposed to be such a sweet moment. I'm like, oh, one thing I feel like we didn't really touch on, yeah. though we mentioned like the witnessing part, but mm -hmm. I think one of the best ways to support a partner sometimes is legit just listening. Mm, yeah. And mm. not giving any advice. Just listening. Yeah. Letting them vent. Being there for them to do that. Right. I'll admit that's hard. Like one of my, um, I think he's okay with me talking about this. Um, <laughs> Find out. My, uh, <laughs> one of my exes is like, he very openly, what, like the, probably the love of my life. And he's currently going through cancer and, uh, or, and now he's in chemo. And, um, it's something that, uh, you know, he, he talks to me or, or when I try to check in, there are times he just doesn't, he doesn't want mm -hmm. to say anything. Or he doesn't want to, or if he wants to vent, he just needs to let it out. And I have to control myself from being like, don't offer any advice. Mm -hmm. Like, there's nothing you can say that's going to make this person feel good. Yeah. Mm. Even trying to be positive. He, and, and, and thankfully, he, he and I are very communicative. Like, even if once in a while I have tried, he's reminded me, like, I don't, I really just don't want to hear anything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, cool. And, like, I don't take that personally. And I'm like, cool. Like, thank you for letting me know what you need. And now I can, you know. But that's hard for people. Because mm -hmm. sometimes yeah. we, especially people like, I don't know about you, I'm a super solutions-oriented person. So to me, I'm like, if somebody comes with a problem, I'm like, cool. 
are you looking for a solution? Let's mm-hmm. find. But you realize like people don't always want that. They just want to vent. But the venting can be a solution in itself, yeah. right? Because it's relieving pressure. And I, right. I think people need, we all have highs and lows and we're all, you know, these kind of perpetual phoenixes in a way where mm-hmm. we kind of just burst into flames and then we're, we we die and we're born again and born again. And, 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 you know, and I think that's just natural, that's just a natural part of life. And, and I think that it is about if they do need to get things just off their chest mm-hmm. and explain that it's about like, maybe not being quiet, but being like trying to empathize I mean, like that yeah, must yeah. be, that's really hard. Mm. That's totally. horrible. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry that you're going through that. Like, yeah. like I can't imagine. Yeah. And then, and then there are other conversations where it's like, all right, well, you know, and then sometimes it's a little bit of both. And sometimes it's even mostly listening and mostly empathizing. Yeah. But then now and then it's gonna be like, all right, it's also the way you do it. It's all, it's not just like, are you sad? Oh, go on a hike. Have you been working out? What are you eating? <laughs> yeah. But like, it's been like, yeah, yeah like, I'm like I'm, I'm sorry to hear your. It, but I think the one way to do it too is just like a little Socratic method, like going through questioning, like, well, what's making you so upset about that? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it just reminds me of the situation where da 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 da. Like, so you feel like that's probably making it more difficult because it reminds you of that thing that happened before. Yeah, it is. And da, da, da. so it's like if you can guide yeah. them to a better understanding, asking questions, that, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, you're just more trained in this, though. Your whole background is that. Your mom is the well-known yeah. therapist. My mom, That's my mom helpful. and dad are both psychologists. My my mom runs a non-profit uh, clinic at UCLA, and and UCLA has no idea. My my mom is there too. It's totally separate. Oh. Um, <laughs> and my and my dad is a forensic psychologist. Wow, Amazing. that's so crazy. But I started studying psychology myself when I was 13 years old for fun. Mm. And I'm obsessed with human behavior and I'm someone who's infinitely curious. So I, I like to know things and I like to see all the code behind things. But, you know, the more I understand the mind and behavior, the better I can not just help myself, but that I can help my friends or my family or people mm-hmm. I love. So if I do have those psychological tools and someone is in pain, I'm better at debt to help them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and I think this, what you're also saying is like a good part of the segue to what I was going to ask is like, is there a way to figure out what your partner is looking for or needs mm-hmm. or wants or needs? And I think asking questions is a great thing. Yeah. I think having open discussions about it, like I said, with, you know, um, Australia and I, it's like, yeah, uh, we have talks about it and he'll just say, this is what I need. And he actually says straight up, he's like, thank God, like neither of us are sensitive that way. We know each other for so long. He's like, can you not ask me how I'm feeling anymore? And I was like, okay. And like, yeah, because he doesn't want to get into that negative space. And and my job is just to support that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, and so every day, instead of asking how he's doing, I'll just tell a story. I'll be like, oh, yeah. hey, this is what happened today with me, blah, blah, blah. And I just, and if he feels like volunteering information, he can. And if mm-hmm. he doesn't, doesn't have to. Yeah. Totally Don't. agree. Totally agree. And, and and I think a lot of it too is like, let's say you are in that deep conversation mm-hmm. and they're, you're going through trauma and then they're like, all right, like, let's, I want to think about something else. Mm-hmm. Then you can't keep them in that. You right. have to listen to them. And I think, but I think you just do a nice transition. Like, all right, like in like 10 seconds, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to be there with you. We're going to be on this, you know, good energy yeah. movement. But just to cap it off, like know that I, I love you, know that I support you, and know that I'm always here if you want to continue the conversation. Mm-hmm. All right, boom. Now we're all good. Now we're good. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly yeah. actually what we do all the time. Yeah, I'm awesome. like, I love you. I'm here. 
here's what's happening. Yeah. And then yeah. we just sort of go on about that because sometimes, yeah, like I said, like just asking somebody what they need is important, you know, like yeah. would, would you feel comfortable telling somebody? Do you think? If I guess it depends on how I felt about them. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of different circumstances, but it would definitely be helpful because yeah. I'm the type of person who doesn't like just volunteer information. Yeah. I just don't. So it is definitely helpful. Yeah. For somebody to straight up be like, okay, what do you help? Yeah. What do you need? What's going on? That's a good mm-hmm. point you bring up because I think as as the people talking about needing support, mm-hmm. our responsibility or our part of that equation is in being able to or learning to speak right. up and saying, hey, this is what I need. Yeah, totally. And, it's true. you know, like I admire Australia for that because he doesn't if it was me, yeah. I'll be honest, like I might not say that because oh, I wouldn't yeah. want to hurt the other person's feelings. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, this is what I need. Mm-hmm. And but he knows maybe that like I would understand. But it's tough. It's yeah. still a tough thing. And then, and then I'm like, oh, man, I need to start being able to say. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, don't talk to me about. And I've now started doing that. Like, you know, for auditions yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You would get this. It's yeah. like uh, Aisha also is an actor. But like sometimes people wish you the best. But right. sometimes you're like, just don't keep following up. If I tell you something happened, it happened. Exactly. If yeah. not, don't keep asking Literally. me. Like, so how did it go? How <laughs> right. did it go? Mm-hmm. I, the same way it went. Yesterday, if I haven't told you, there's no new development. Yep. Take a guess. (laughs) You know, so I'm like now starting to say that to like people like my mom, who I'm like, Mm. I know you love everything, but chill. I'll let you know there's news. Huh? I'll let you know there's news. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) So like, you know, also I and I because I always like to see both sides and I feel like that's our part of the self-accountability sort of equation that that we can also learn to speak up. It's yeah. not always mm-hmm. on the other person. It's true. Yeah, we need to help our partners help us. Yes. Totally. Yeah. And I think another big thing too is like, I just have a philosophy. It's like, if you think anything nice mm-hmm. about anyone, there's no, say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Why would you keep it to yourself? Yeah. The saddest thing is when people say the nicest thing about people at their funerals and you're like, oh God. Really? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Like just, life is meant to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, Allow yourself to have those moments. Yeah. Allow yourself to soak in it while we're on this earth. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the simple do unto others as you would have them do unto you. If you want to be fucking held and cuddled and caressed and <laughs> yeah. said you love, you are loved, then fucking do that back. Yeah. Golden rule is actually very good for relationships. Can I tell you? Like, huh? <laughs> Golden rule is actually very good for yeah, relationships. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing for relationships. Yeah. I get, I tell people shit I don't even want to hear, but I tell them because I'm like, you probably want to hear this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> in my in my love language, Ray, um, the words of affirmation are last. <laughs> yeah. It, my, mine is acts of service, physical touch. Quality time, gifts, and words of affirmation. I think they're all good. They're, they're all wonderful. They're all, right? But like yeah. for me, I wouldn't That's care. Right, yeah. Somebody gave me a gift. I'm like, I forgot. Because I have a bad memory. So, what if it's like a cute <laughs> gift? What if it's like... It's I, like, 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 a I like experiential gifts. I'm just saying what I need. Yeah. <laughs> what, if, what if it's like a little... My girlfriend just now, she's like, so what am I going to get you for your birthday? I'm like, don't get me anything. I'll forget. <laughs> I forget you got me this, but if you want, let's go do something fun. Then yeah. I'll remember that because I remember experiences. 
I like little gifts. I like little, like, I remember, like, I, like little gifts, I, I remember, like, and that's know, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that you like gifts, so I'll give you gifts. <laughs> yeah, but, well, but, like, like, here's an example. Like, I, I, less now, I still, I still love it. I still love it. But, like, I like, I like gummy candy. Like, it's good. Oh, same. It, it's good. <laughs> and my candy. former girlfriend knew that I like gummy candy. And at one point, like, at, at, at the old apartment, there was just like a little gummy worms laid out. And then there was like a little piece of paper that was like attached to it with like a little animation and a little worm. And it was like, oh. you wormed your way into my heart. Oh <laughs> my God, that's cute. Like, yeah, that's cute. Like, that's Adorbs. cute. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, like, no, that's super cute. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would give people gifts. I just <laughs> just don't want them yourself <laughs> just, or don't need them yeah. as much. I just like, I just, I think it'd be, it's so fun to make people feel loved, right? So it's no, like, yeah. Like just surprise them. And just but again, like, like I said, mine is acts of service. If you go fucking wash my car, I'll be like, yes, you're the fucking best. Right. But you know what it comes down to since you're a psych, my, it's because my, it's because my, my dad, when I was a kid, he like was always the acts of service guy. Like mm-hmm. I was the kid who always forgot my homework. No matter what, I would go to university and like be like, oh, shit, I forgot my essay. <laughs> and then he would like, sweetest guy ever. And I used to fucking go to university in downtown yeah. Toronto. He would like an hour away, go get my thing. And I'd be like, dad, my USB is here. Yeah. Put it in the computer and like explaining my Indian dad how to use a computer. And I'm like, and then print and <laughs> then do this hilarious. and staple it and yeah. bring it here. And then he would like do all of that and bring it. And I'm like… This is the great. And so uh-huh. like my high school boy or my four-year boyfriend, he knew that about me. And so he was always like, oh, Tasha has to go from here to here. I'll go pick her up and I'll take her here. So mm-hmm. it was like that That way I felt very loved. Um, and he knew and he respected like I didn't like gifts. So we would for my birthday like go do a really fun activity. And then I was like, I always remember this. Yeah. Um, and I was just like that when I was young. But that's what I think it comes down to is like I'm just so, so used to like a great dad who was like there for me and so now I'm like don't settle for anything less oh I don't it's probably why I'm single as fuck (laughs) don't settle for anything because the thing is this too is like one for you but then also like you are going to adore your children and when you're marrying somebody you're not just picking your partner you're picking you know the the other parent to your children oh yeah definitely Mm. yeah that's huge that's a good point Right. Let's touch on just before we close out Please. why why does it so because I want people to understand if maybe you're not being as supportive right um to understand and maybe feel some empathy for the other side why does it hurt so much when when you're not getting the support you need because you know you're not really being loved yeah mm-hmm. yeah you feel unwanted unlistened to mm-hmm unworthy of attention a lot of those things sort of bubble up and depending on like what your mental state is they can vary how yeah. deep those feelings get but yeah yeah definitely all those things i think you also feel alone mm-hmm. and that's like what comes back to like the Humans part of like the that. relationship is yeah. like why are you in a relationship for companionship for partnership we keep saying the word partner for a reason because mm-hmm. it's like they actually say a partner is a pair of people engaged in an activity together. Hmm. So when you're not in it together, you're essentially alone. It's about the togetherness, but even in terms of the emotion itself. Yeah. So you have to ask yourself, you know, with the partner, are they in love with me hmm. or are they in love with the way I make them feel? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. 
And, uh, you know, mm. conversely, being a, a supportive partner can make your 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 person your the object of your affection mm. um feel safe mm. feel loved feel whole feel like be their best self mm. um and i think like that's really at the end of the day what relationships are it's not just somebody to pass the time with and go to a fucking movie <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> eat sex movies right, yeah, right. it was like a chris rocks guy yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah that's like what i feel everybody's always like they're like oh i want somebody to go to a movie with i'm like that's that's it. All right. All right. Yeah. Cool. Right. <laughs> um, but you know who who's going to elevate you? Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Who's going to elevate you because they feel like they're elevating the whole because you're mm-hmm. you're joining together. You're you're some you become something. Yeah. You know yeah. when you're in a relationship, you know it's almost like it's almost like being in a band or something, right? Yeah, you're yeah. Individuals, but yeah. you're doing something unique that you can only do together. Totally. Yeah. What Great about analogy. the people? Who are not getting what they need right now? What, what would we? What could we tell them? If you're not being supported the way you need, yeah. Look, I think, you know, if you feel like you're just with the wrong person, then maybe you're just with the wrong person. Yeah. Um, I think it's also about, you know, having conversations and maybe yep. like saying, like, look, like, I'm just having a hard time understanding this because. You know, this is like when you do A, B, and C, this is kind of how it makes me feel. And I just want to understand like, like if you have like someone who's like, look, if you're a woman and you're you're dealing with someone with, with jealous behavior, like that's, like that's like a firm red flag and just kill that shit now. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, if it's something else where it's like, okay, what is that? You can be like, well, why? I just want to understand like why you f- mm-hmm. are treating me this way right mm-hmm. now. Is there mm-hmm. something that I'm go- going back to the questioning? I feel like yeah. que- questions are the best way to get to, to, like the right yeah, outcome, yeah. right? Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, I, I don't know. Like, this is just the way that, you know, my parents treat each other. And I'm like, okay, well, right. do you think that that's like a, are they happy? Mm-hmm. No. Well, then why are we doing that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, again, so, it's also yeah. under just just accepting that, like, even if that's the way your parents did it, does not mean that's Dear the way God, yeah. you no. two need to do it. Exactly. Because it's like, like I just said, I know I don't like gifts, but I know you do. Right. So I would just do what you want. <laughs> I'm like, I, it doesn't always have to be me being right or wrong and that, like, this is the way to live life. And I yeah. think that's what people get really attached to. They're like, well, this is this is what support is to me. And I'm like, bitch, no, nobody cares. Like, okay, cool. That's how you will get it from me. Right. But what about but what I need support this. is for right. me? Mm-hmm. And it totally. doesn't have to be that, like, one is the golden rule or the answer or whatever. It's just, yeah. okay, this is what you need. I will give you that. Mm-hmm. And this is what I need. And can you give me that? Right. And yeah. do we match? Cool. Mm-hmm. Not working? All right. Then, or nice. we're, we're not able to find the ways to express that or give the other then that's that's where I say it's like not a fit right I'm not saying anybody's right or wrong or good or bad Mm -hmm. it's just not a fit yeah Mm. yeah it all comes down to just having that conversation and I think it's also smart for people to inform themselves on uh, relationships by listening to kind of dating (laughs) (laughs) they've gotten this far (laughs) they are listening to kind of dating and you know and i think even like studying you know attachment theory and Mm -hmm. things like that and trying to really understand like well where where is this coming from because no one is living completely in the present Mm. oh no that's funny really trying but it's hard 
everything is also an amalgamation of the past as well. Yeah, yeah, it all yeah. bleeds into each other. Yeah, you gotta listen to. Oh man, I'm gonna make you listen to Eckhart Tolle. Okay. Because he's just on the Super Soul Sunday podcast or, or Super Soul podcast, but yeah. he's like my favorite. Anyways, I gush about him all the time. <laughs> what but book? um, uh, A New Earth, okay. Understanding Your Life Purpose, right. greatest book you'll ever read in all time. Oprah actually says it too, but I'll it's it the hardest thing. read. Oh. The first 50 pages is the hardest read you will ever have. You are going to be like, this makes no fucking sense. Uh-huh. And then it all makes sense. And yeah, I've read it four times. It's changed wow. my life. Wow. Um, yeah, literally at the peak of when I was like very ill, mm-hmm. when I was young with Lyme, that book changed Ooh. me. And I was like, no, in the best way. Mm-hmm. It like helped me realize what life was. But it, it, he says a great thing in it about uh, past and present and future. And I don't, I can't, I don't even want to attempt to paraphrase. Yeah, because <laughs> it's just like, he basically just brings it into like, so when when did the past happen? Mm. Uh-huh. It was the now of that moment. Wow. Right? Yeah. So and, and all you have is now and the future takes place in the now of that moment. Uh-huh. So there there is no other moment than now. Wow. It's all about the now. So it's just like a weird and you're like, yeah. oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think too what's interesting when we're talking about support and everything else and attachment it's like a lot of it comes down to what people have experienced in their lives mm-hmm. and a lot of like especially like relational trauma and what's interesting mm-hmm. is that when we're younger I think there's two really important things that you need right mm-hmm. and when we're younger we kind of have one of them but not the other mm-hmm. and as we get older we have the other but not the former mm-hmm. and that's when you're younger you know, in those first relationships. That's like what, like those coming of age movies or anything else. Really, you have a more open heart. Oh yeah, right? sure. But you're less mature, right? Yeah. And as you get older, you might get more mature, but maybe you're more closed off. Yeah. And I think the success is knowing how to be in a mature relationship, but loving like you did the first time. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, I'm gonna quote that one. I'm gonna put that <laughs> on the kind one. of dating <laughs> Instagram. I like that one. There you go. Um, Ray, thank you so much for being on the show today. It's an honor. Guys, so I love good. you all. <laughs> I support you. All my listeners, yes. our friends, we got your back. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray, you're not done because okay. it's six questions. Yeah. Guys, the legit <clears throat> reason Ray has done this show is to answer these six I love questions. it. I love okay, it. Okay, let's hear it. It's going to be good. Um, Ray, here <laughs> are your six oh. questions. <laughs> What and it's however you perceive it. Sure. I'm not here to tell you I'm, how to perceive I'm, the question. I'm, I'm open. I'm good. <laughs> what is the first thing you notice about a potential partner? Their energy. Um, I think there's something you just can't really explain when you lock eyes with someone. You're like, okay, this key fits. Like this, mm-hmm. I feel the vibe. Yeah. The energy. What is your one deal breaker? Um, people who um, treat others poorly if they feel they can't gain something from them. Mm-hmm. So people who are rude to servers or drivers or anything else. And, you know, if they treat you sweet, but everyone else, like, they're kind of mean towards, yep. then whatever they're giving you is, uh, it's like a, it's like an artificial sugar. Mm-hmm. It's like a, what, what are those things called? It's like a sweet and low. Give right. me some sweet and low. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, what turns you on? I don't think so. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, I love passion, creativity, and intelligence. Mm. Power. Tell- yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, 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 not like external, but like, mm. Mm, yeah. internal, like, yeah. 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 
Tell us one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships. Um, one of my strengths is that I really mean it when I love. I really love. Uh, one of my weaknesses is that um, personal weakness, I guess, is you know maybe it's not in the relationship, but it, it, you know to me sometimes uh, you know the when when things come to an end, it's it's hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. And even if it's even if it was you, or even if it was mutual, or um, I think those are hard, but I don't know if that, I don't know. Does that count? Or yeah, is that it counts. Like, it's okay. whatever, however sure, you, yeah. whatever you feel. Yeah. Yeah. What is love? Love is a communal experience of bliss. Mm-hmm. Mm, nice. Yeah. Uh, besides, I love you. What three words would you want your partner to tell you? You make me happy. You said three words. Four. Oh three. shit! Oh. You sorry. Happy. That, that that I already are really fucked up on these questions. <laughs> That's fantastic. Just pulled like a total gaff. Okay, three words. Maybe three the words. version of that is well. I don't want to tell you. Um. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Um, thank you, I'm gonna go back Ray. to grade school, but thank you. Uh, Jimenez. <laughs> Jimenez. Jimenez. Selena uh, Jimenez. 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 <laughs> We're all just butchering our last names. Holden. 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 <laughs> thank you for being on the show. How can people find you? They can. Uh, <laughs> I'm hiding. I love it. Um... I mean, I, 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 I'm not like a social media person. Yeah, that that's fair. It's a whatever you want to share. Ray, fun fact. I was actually one of the first social media influencers on MySpace. By the yeah, way. really? By the oh, way, yeah, yeah. fun fact. Wow. But if you, if you want to um, check out really low follow counts and watch a picture, <laughs> a new picture once every six months and maybe catch an odd video of my dad saying something that doesn't make sense, <laughs> you can totally follow me at RayBPJ on Instagram. And that's where I guess I can be found. Yeah, you'll be. It will, yeah. we'll, we'll add that in the well, description of too. our show. Yeah, under Ray Jimenez. <laughs> that, that's also available. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get stalkers now because you're so single excited and you're True. so smart and Woo! so great. Mm-hmm. So full of thoughts. Um, and he loves gummy bears. Yeah, or gummy candy. Yeah, <laughs> send the gummy bears my way. <laughs> Well, thank you again for being on the show, friends. Thank you so much for listening. Follow us on social media. We are at Kind of Dating across the board. I am at Natasha Chandel at Facebook and Instagram, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter. Aisha? I am at Aisha Says Dance everywhere. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. If you could take a few seconds and review us on iTunes and download the rest of our shows, we'd be so grateful. And remember, there's a video version. Most of our videos are on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Natasha Chandel. Also, tell your friends to uh, now check out kindadating.com um, and subscribe uh, to our podcast wherever you get it. Um, you can also reach out to us there on email or it's kindadating at gmail.com. Finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time.
Kinda Dating is created, produced, and hosted by myself, Natasha Chandel. Aisha Holden is my co-host and our social media producer. Our audio engineer is Adam Pineless. Jenna Ribbing is our associate producer. The opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.